Welcome to Taking the Plunge Podcast. I'm Marissa. And I'm Mara. Join us as we take the plunge into all things dating over 40. Okay, we are excited for our guest today, Kim, who lives in the Chicagoland area and has had quite her share of crazy dating experiences. Did she finally meet her soulmate or just a bunch of crazy stalkers? Please stay tuned to find out. Thank you for taking the plunge into dating with us today. We're going to be talking all things dating, dating apps, all that kind of stuff. So we're really excited you're here to share some of your stories with us. I'm excited to be here. I have lots to share. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. So I know you said you were taking a bit of a break from dating right now. Perhaps. Yeah, I mean, obviously since COVID, right? Yeah. Um, and then I realized throughout COVID that um, I was just better off doing my own thing. So Great. If you want to kind of dive right in and, and tell us some of your, you know, past experiences with dating, dating apps. So I have been divorced 10 years this year. I have been a full-time parent to both my kids, so I didn't have a whole lot of time to go out and meet people. So that's why I jumped on the dating apps and quickly learned the do's and don'ts pretty early on from some of my experiences. I think the very first one was I told somebody where I worked and he showed up. But yeah, I learned very early on not to say too much, not to give out my phone number to use, you know, maybe a text now or some other platform because some of those guys out there are very ingenuitive and can figure out a lot of things based on the information that you give them. It was a learning curve. Can we go back to the guy that showed up at work though? Because I'm yeah. curious, like what, what happened there? So I worked in a restaurant, right? So him showing up is not that big of a deal, okay. but he just came in and asked for me and I'm like, and I, I don't even think I had seen a picture of him at that time. And I was like, can I help you? And, and he was like, you know, I'm so-and-so, I don't remember the name. And I'm like, what are you doing here? And he's like, oh, I wanted to come meet you. And I'm like, okay. Um, never saw him again after that, which, <laughs> but I was like, you can't just show up at my work. That's a bold, um, that's a bold move. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I actually had somebody show up at my house too. Who found really? And the person who showed up at your house, this was like the first meeting? Yes. I thought I was smart and I was on one of those text now, right? I had a different job at that time. And I had a text now number that I would text people through for work, forgetting that my signature was on that text, right? So he had my first and last name, knew where I lived, knew the city that I lived in. And um, doorbell rang. I could see on the ring camera and I was like, who is that? And I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> I opened the door and he's like, do you know who I am? Yeah. What the hell are you doing here? <laughs> exactly. Right? Like you keep, I'm like, oh, like that's, that's really, that's a bit much. Okay. He was married. Right. That's why I wasn't messing with him. And he was moving to Florida. And he's like, well, I just had to come meet you in person. I'm like, this is not okay. Like no. he just did not get the fact that showing up at somebody's door is not okay. No, on so many levels. Right. And my neighbors were like him. I'm like, I, I know, I know, I know. Like they're all. <laughs> so how did you kind of get him to, to leave? I told him he had to go or I was going to call the cops. Oh, that'll uh, do it. Yeah. You cannot show up to somebody's house. No. Right. That's not okay. And then he kept texting me and I would block a number. He would get another number and I would block his number. He would get another number. I would block his number. And finally I was like, if you don't stop, mm. I will put out a restraining order against you. Wow. And that was one of the more recent ones. That was like probably right before COVID. 
And that might have been the last straw. I was going to say, I could see how that would scare you off of the dating apps altogether. Prior to learning he was married and obviously prior to him showing up on your doorstep, Mm -hmm. did you like him? Was there anything about him that you were liking when you guys were kind of getting to know each other? Like is a strong word when you're talking to someone online, right? You really don't know what you're getting into until you meet them in person. Yes. You don't even know if that person is the person person. they say they are. I don't put too much emphasis on on liking somebody Mm -hmm. until we actually meet Mm -hmm. because you just don't know if they're a real person or not. I mean, I've come across that too where it was, that's not your picture. Which dating apps did you you put yourself on? So plenty of fish, Bumble. I was on Match, right? And I thought Match paying for it, it would be a better pool of people. And that was just not accurate (laughs) at all. They were still all kind of crazy. What is the typical trajectory? In this day and age, it's like people don't even really want to meet. I found that to be, they just wanted to have a texting buddy or maybe they were married and I didn't know and they just needed somebody to reach out to or they were lonely in their marriage or whatever it may have been. So it was very rare for me to actually get to a first date with somebody just because nobody really wants to hmm. anymore, right? And and that's another reason why I'm like, I, it, I don't have the time <laughs> yeah. to put into trying to find somebody online. Obviously, meeting people organically is a lot better, but mm-hmm. it's not as easy anymore. Uh, that's why people do the online thing. And there's people who find people online. I'm just not one of them. So aside from those two, two people who showed up unannounced, right? Mm-hmm. Were there people that you did have a first date with and anything there, any good stories, anything that you can kind of think about with that? So the one guy we went out and everything I told him was, Oh, we'll have to change that. Oh, you don't like camping? Oh, we'll have to change that. Oh, you don't like wearing dresses every day? Oh, we'll have to change that. Wow. And I was like, I think I'm good, right? If you don't like me for me and what I, like, I'm willing to do things with you if we were dating, but you can't try and fit me into the mold that you're looking for. Of course. Yeah, that one was like, I was like, no, I'm good. Right. You said that. You you expressed that. Absolutely. And I told him, I said, you know, I'm I'm obviously not what you're looking for. And then he tried to backtrack. And I was like, no, it's it's too late, right? Like you're already trying to change me and we were on our first date. Wow. So after having some of these experiences, is there anything that you feel like you found out is like a red flag? A lot of guys will go right into the sexual stuff right off the bat, right? And that's a red flag. So mm-hmm. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. you get a lot of that. Very inappropriate stuff. My favorite story was <laughs> the young man. Now, when I say young, he was in his 20s and I was probably closer to 40 at the time, who said I looked like his mom. And I was oh, like, wow. okay. And then proceeded to tell me that when he was in high school, he was masturbating. And his mom caught him and helped him. So now oh, he has the thing oh. for his mom. And I was like, that's child abuse. <laughs> like, do you not see? Like, that is. I think that's wow. my favorite story. Yeah, that was. I was oh. like, are, are you are you kidding me right now? Like, like, should I call the authorities? So, my mom is so helpful. Yes. Let me tell wow. you a story. Right? <laughs> Yes, apparently he's got a thing for his his mom now. So that was actually a very big compliment to you. (laughs) I did not take it as a compliment. I took it as you need help, kid. Like you need help. You need help. So again, 
to end that conversation. You oh said, yeah. You said yeah. I, I was, I, you know, again, very, very long time ago, but I was like, that's not okay. What, what, you know, and I don't know if it was true or not, right? Maybe he's making you know what? up the story. Even but if it's no. not that to make that story up, right. it's almost just as crazy it's as it happens to be honest. Yeah. It's almost worse. Yeah. Yeah. Worse. So it's like, okay, you know, block, you try and tell people and then you're just better off just block, right? Block, whatever, unmatch, block, just be done because they just keep pushing for some reason. Yeah. Is there anything you can think of that could make dating apps easier, better, less, I mean, less what they are? They need to vet people better. Like, I think one of them asks you to be verified and then you can only talk to verified people if you want kind of thing. It's people looking for business opportunities, right? I have been propositioned that way. It's people mm. who aren't who they say they are, who are, you know, like the catfishing stuff. Yeah. yeah. So they just need to to vet people better. And I don't know how they would do that, you know, and I, I'm sure there's new dating apps out there that say they do. I think there's like Hinge or something, which I've never been on, but it's a lot of bullshit on the yeah. apps that you have to wade through to find somebody who's really looking for what you're looking for. And even the paid for ones didn't do anything for me. Right? That's like, what I was going to ask if you found any difference between paid yeah. and paid. No. no, no, it was, I just wasted money and, mm-hmm. you know, had to wade through all the same stuff. So um, I was like, this isn't worth the money, you know, to, to have to do the same thing that I could do on the other ones for free. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. And meeting organically. I know we, you kind of mentioned that at the beginning. Right. Do you feel like that's even possible? I mean, it does seem like even we were talking about when people are out and they're waiting for someone at a restaurant, they're just on their phone anyway. No one's even like, you don't even interacting with people anymore. So like how realistic do you feel like that is now for people to meet just out in the world? I I don't think it is. I mean, even the younger generations are, are meeting online. My daughter's 20. She's, she's on the dating apps and, and I wouldn't even have fathomed in my, obviously there was, you know, when I was 20, but like, you know, we would go out and meet people, but she, everybody she meets is online. I do think it's hard and people are, are guarded and, and not as friendly anymore. Right. Like, so when you go places and like you try and strike up a conversation with somebody, they kind of look at like, you know, look at you like you have two heads or something. Yeah. Um, so I just think the world has changed where it makes it harder to meet organically. I would rather do things with my kids and have experiences than waste time on these, these dating apps and, and trying to find somebody. Yeah. We've talked a lot about how it's so much harder to meet people organically. Exactly. Like what you said, because you try to strike up a conversation and people are like, Whoa, why are you not Right. Why are you not following the social norms? Like you're supposed to right. be looking at your phone, not at me. I was at a bar. Somebody came up and was talking to me, right? And we talked for a while, kind of dated here and there, but it just wasn't like a viable like life partner situation. That was actually right before I got divorced, but the divorce was just being finalized, right? So I did go out and meet somebody organically, you know, and that was, that was 11 years ago, I want to say, when that happened. So yeah, I mean, I do think it was easier, you know, even 10 years ago. Yeah. Going back to kind of what you said, your daughter's on the apps and she's mm-hmm. in her 20s. Yeah. Just out of curiosity, yeah. does she have similar experiences as you do? Or do you feel like age difference makes a big difference on the dating apps? They, they, they hit somebody up and they go out. Like it's very quick for the younger generation. So she goes on lots of dates 
and then realizes quickly that that's not the one and she moves on to the next. Like it's, you know, but she's got the time to do it. So right. yeah, it is definitely different. I think for, for the younger generations on these apps where it's like, Hey, you want to hang out right away? Hey, want to hang out? And they do. But I think, you know, us older people mm-hmm. are a little more jaded with our past experiences. The, mm-hmm. the young ones aren't yet. So we're a little more cautious. Well, and like you said, not wanting to waste your time, you know, right. like you have a busy life, you have a job, you have kids, you know, there's like so much other stuff that like a 20 year old might not necessarily be. Right. You know I mean, yeah. so that's different too. Do you have any tips for people who are on dating apps for finding good people? Have you found again, like anything that somebody says or doesn't say, or I would be the worst person to give tips because I have found (laughs) no quality people on those apps. Right. So, um, I wish somebody would give me tips. Um, (laughs) I mean, not now, but you know, maybe five years ago, because then maybe I wouldn't be (laughs) where I am right now. And what do you typically look for? Like what, what are the qualities that you're looking for in another person? Just somebody who wants to do stuff with you, right? Like, again, everybody jumps into the whole sexual thing. And as soon as they do that, it's like pass, right? Nobody is like, Hey, do you want to go to this festival with me this weekend? Or, Hey, do you want to go to this concert with me? You know, it's 10 o'clock on a, on a Thursday or, you know, do you want to hang out now? Nobody wants to actually spend time with you during the actual hours when people spend time, like the weekends, right? So like a red flag for me is if they only want to spend time with you during the week because you're not good enough for the weekend. Yeah, I just was looking for somebody to have experiences with and go out and do things. If you had to think of one like phrase or word to describe Mm -hmm. dating apps, what would that be? A shit show. (laughs) Perfect. That's that's awesome. Any other other stories, anything else you want to share before we wrap things up? Um, I mean, those were the highlight reels, right? Those are pretty good. Those are pretty good. (laughs) Some of the the crazy ones, you know, I mean, I definitely, you know, got the, do you want to make some money um, ones? I'll pay you $400 a week if you give me three blowjobs. Wow. (laughs) And I was like, I thought about it for a second. (laughs) Right? I was like, that's a lot of money for a single mom at the time. Let me add this up. (laughs) And I was like, no, no, we're not going to do that. I wonder how many people would say yes to that offer. Like, are there people? And that's the thing is when when people say that stuff, I'm like, does this work? Right. Right. Does this work? Have you found people doing this on this app? And sometimes they're like, no, you know, they're just trying. And sometimes they're like, yeah, it actually does work. And that's why they keep doing it because women are like, okay, right. If they find success, they're, they're going to, you know, keep doing it. Hopefully again, there's going to be a better way, right. than, than this, it seems like a, you're not alone, right. A lot of people right. like feel the same similar things as you do. So, you know, again, hopefully there'll be a better way, or maybe people will get back to meeting people organically. Like maybe it'll somehow go back in that direction. Yeah. It's, it's, it is, it's tough out there. I'm not going to be in a relationship just to be in a relationship. I'll be by myself and have my kids and my friends and it'll be all good. Yeah. Well, thank you so much again, Kim. Thank you for talking with us. We were, yeah. It was really nice to meet you and get to hear your stories and we really appreciate it. Thank you, ladies. Thank right. you. Take-